Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company. For a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, you can pick an experienced, licensed therapist you relate to and feel comfortable with. Each and every therapist has at least a master's degree and has completed over 3,000 hours of supervised work. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com forward slash boom. And to show your support for this podcast, use code boom to get $30 off your first month. That's boom. Talkspace.com slash boom. B-O-O-M. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. It is September 12th, 2016, and you are indeed Locked On Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. I know if you were like me, you probably spent all day Saturday and Sunday watching football, and Sunday, of course, being the beginning of the NFL season, I would be remiss if I did not direct you over to the fine podcast on the NFL side of the Locked On Podcast Network, get the complete recap of Tampa Bay Buccaneers' big win over the Atlanta Falcons, over with Locked On Buccaneers with Greg Allman. You can also find uh, recaps of the Dolph- of the Dolphins and Jaguars' loss over at Locked On Dolphins and Locked On Jaguars. Be sure to check those out, support those podcasts, as well as Locked On Magic by logging on to iTunes, Audio Boom, and Stitcher, and leaving positive comments and reviews and five-star ratings. We greatly appreciate that. And, of course, uh, busy, busy, busy weekend there. And with the NFL season beginning, of course, that only means one thing. We are in the official turn toward home and the beginning of NBA training camp. Yes, it is two weeks away. We can smell the NBA on our fingertips. So excited. But we just got two more weeks to get through, and we're going to do our best to do that here. Today's show will begin some of that process of getting ready for training camp. On today's show, uh, I'll be doing, I'll be going over my player preview for Aaron Gordon as our uh, player outlook series begins over on the site at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Be sure to check that out every day leading up until media day and the beginning of training camp. Uh, and then I'm also going to discuss something that came up a bit last week uh, with a post that was up on uh, on the Ringer about finding the death lineup, finding the Magic's death lineup. There are definitely some interesting possibilities, and we'll explore those in a little bit. Uh, This podcast, though, is really going to be focused on Aaron Gordon and some of the things he does. There there may be no player that can so much can happen with, like so much from being successful to being a failure to... Staying where he is, I mean, we really Aaron Gordon is just this this empty canvas of a player still, and and so much is riding on him, and and I'll explain why I think he's a very very important player for the Orlando Magic this season. But Aaron Gordon has high expectations for himself, and last week, if you didn't catch it, he did a Q and A with Alex Kennedy of Basketball Insiders. I highly suggest you go back and read that and. Aaron Gordon, you can just tell, is very, very excited for the coming season and the role he's going to have. Um, by all accounts, of course, the Magic are moving him to small forward more permanently now, uh, so he'll be spending a lot more time on the perimeter, probably attacking the basket a little more, trying to get shots get shots up, and Gordon seems upward. Um, he says that, uh, quote, I think he wants me, and that's Frank Vogel, to do a whole lot of everything from defending to distributing the scoring. We're going to need to score the ball this year, and I'm looking to take on a bigger scoring role. Aaron Gordon has, you know, there's been workout videos that have come out that, that have shown some of the work that he's been doing, certainly working on, on getting his dribble tighter and, and learning how to attack off the dribble and shoot off the dribble. It looks like he is working on pick-and-roll offense, and, and he seems to believe, I mean, he's always kind of believed he's a small forward first and foremost, and 
he seems to believe that he's going to be on the ball a lot more this year. And certainly, the Magic needs scoring. And and I'll get into this uh, in just in just a moment. I, I just want to talk briefly about this Q and A. Uh, Alex talks to, to to Aaron about a lot of different issues about uh, uh, possibly doing the dunk contest again. About uh, how his summer's been. What what kind of things he's been up to this summer. But the big takeaway from Aaron Gordon is he expects to be this extremely versatile and strong weapon for the Magic and uh, seems to be doing all the work he can to get to it and get get in, get in with it as well. And so, uh, you know, Aaron Gordon obviously is this, you know, massive potential. That's that's really the only way I can describe what Aaron Gordon is. He's, he's a mass of potential. And so we'll see exactly... Uh, what the Magic end up doing with him and, and how he seems to respond. Because that massive potential is vitally important. I, I don't think there is another way to put it. Essentially, the Magic tanked two years for the draft pick they used on Aaron Gordon. Yes, they probably wanted Andrew Wiggins or Jabari Parker or eventually even Joel Embiid. Those were the three prizes, and they ended up fourth. It's it, it, It's a tough complimentary prize. And so Rob Hennigan took this project, and the first year, they expected it to be rough, and it was rough. Aaron Gordon struggled a lot. He, he wasn't quite ready for the NBA, and he got his first taste. By the time he came back to them during Summer League in July that year, he looked like a different player. And the Magic never saw that player last year, and the reason was he broke his jaw in the middle of the summer and no longer was able to work on his own game and continue to improve. So now the Gordon improved. Don't get me wrong. He he got better last year, but he wasn't more than a bit player. Played 78 games, started 37, played about 24 minutes per game, averaged nine points, six and a half rebounds. Hardly anything impressive. It seems clear though that in that time, and, and after the All-Star break, his numbers went up to about eleven and seven or eight, I believe. It's, it's clear the Magic saw something that they believed in, and it's clear that they believe in him too. And so knowing or hoping that he would have a healthy summer once again this summer, and knowing or hoping that he would continue to, to put in the work and continue to improve, the Magic began to invest more in Aaron Gordon, even if it was subtle. Trading away Victor Oladipo, putting Aaron Gordon in the starting lineup as the small forward was a big investment in a player that they've already invested a lot in. And so this season for Aaron Gordon is very, very important. It's where we determine what he is as a player. So what is Aaron Gordon right now? Aaron Gordon right now is a great defender, for at least for a 20-year-old. There's certainly ways he can get better. He was one of the team leaders in defensive win shares with 2.2. He was one of the team leaders in defensive box plus minus, 1.2 points per 100 possessions better than the average player. Uh, He's a guy who contributes positively to his team. Even offensively, he contributed positively last year. And it just seems like he's only going to get better. So what Aaron Gordon is right now is, is a super athletic player, not great at shooting yet, able to defend the best wings in the league most likely. So, that is a solid guy. You know, are you, are you starting that player quite yet? Maybe. 
are you, you know, what do you do with that player? Well, Aaron Gordon being 20 years old, you expect him to continue getting better. You expect him to continue to improve. And that's where the Magic sit entering the 2017 season. What improvements will Aaron Gordon make? The big improvement they obviously want to see is on the offensive end. You know, he's shooting 29.6% from beyond the arc, 47.3%. If they're going to move him to small forward, he's got to be able to shoot the ball more effectively. And that's going to be a big key for Aaron Gordon this year. Has he improved his shot? Can he attack off the perimeter? Or is he just going to be kind of an around-the-basket post player? That is a big question facing Aaron Gordon this year, of course. Now, how do we answer these questions? How do we know what Aaron Gordon's going to be? He's probably the hardest player to predict. There's been talk of the Magic using him like Paul George. He isn't Paul George, but defensively they could certainly use him like Frank Vogel used Paul George. It's hard to know exactly what the Magic are going to do with him without knowing the things he's worked on and knowing how far he's progressed. The Magic are probably hoping that Aaron Gordon's taken some major steps forward. And can rely on him to be reliable pretty quickly. He's starting. No doubt about it. Aaron Gordon is starting. His role seems very, very set. What he contributes on the offensive end, though, is certainly not. He's had that healthy summer now. He's had um, the ability to work on his own game and get better and better and better. How much is the question? And again, like like I've said, when it comes to predicting this Magic team, so much is up in the air. So much is that question. How much have they gotten better? What can we prove they've done? And with Aaron Gordon, it's all on faith. It's all on saying... This is who he we think he can be. We just don't know what he what he is yet. So here's my projection for Aaron Gordon. I don't think Aaron Gordon got worse. I think he will at the bare minimum post what he posted last year, if not a little bit more. He'll get more minutes. Um, he'll probably see his minutes go up from about 24 to 30. I, I think 30 minutes is, is very, very likely for Aaron Gordon. So... I would expect his point per his point I'd expect him at bare minimum to average near a double double, probably like twelve and eight, twelve and nine, something like that, at a bare minimum. See his shooting percentage percentages continue to rise. That isn't quite enough for what the Magic need, though. If the Magic want to make the playoffs, Aaron Gordon's gotta tip over that that bare minimum line. For the Magic to make the playoffs, he needs to be averaging 15, 16, maybe 17 points per game minimum. And certainly averaging a double-double near 9, 10, 11 rebounds per game. And he's certainly capable of doing that. He is a really good defender, especially for a player of his size, uh, an undersized power forward. I think he can still rebound well from the small forward position, um, even with the other players in that starting lineup. I think he'll still be a, a great defender. He needs to continue to develop into an elite defender for the Magic to be successful and for Gordon to be successful because... As we all know, when you get to the end of your rookie contract, 
you know about who a player is. And so, Aaron Gordon's entering his third year. This is when he sets his extension level. Contract talks are not far away for Aaron Gordon. And the Magic need to know what he is. And I think we're going to find that out this year. For better or for worse with Aaron Gordon. It's a big, big year for him. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99. And our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. And one of the ways they could use Aaron Gordon Gordon is is really intriguing. Um, if you didn't check it out, The Ringer had an interesting post uh, early last week uh, talking about potential death lineups. It's it's modeled after the, the Golden State Warriors who use Draymond Green at center and have this crazy versatile switching lineup that, that they just throw at opponents. And opponents don't know what to do with it for, for the short stretches that it's in. And he proposed a certain death lineup for the Orlando Magic. It would be Mario Azonia, Evan Fournier, Aaron Gordon, Serge Ibaka, Bismack Biombo. That is certainly an intriguing lineup to use. Uh, some people do believe Mario Azonia can play at some point guard. Mario said it himself. He played a little bit, apparently, last year. Um, it isn't quite... Uh, you know, it's it's certainly a lineup you can use short term. It's got great defense in the backcourt, good shooting, or great defense in the frontcourt, good good shooting in the backcourt. Um, it would be interesting. It, it, the Magic are kind of the opposite of the Golden State Warriors in many ways on that front. They go big, uh, and they can use the versatility that Ibaka, Biombo, Gordon bring to go big and defend just about anyone. I, I wouldn't surprise me to see a lineup like that out there on the floor. More likely, though, if the Magic were to use something resembling a death lineup. It would probably be Peyton or Augustin at point guard, Fournier, Hizonia, Gordon, Ibaka. That's a lineup, especially if Augustin's in instead of Peyton, that's a lineup with five shooters, the ability to switch on the perimeter, a rim protector in Ibaka, and an elite defender in Gordon. Ibaka can shoot threes. Hizonia can shoot threes. Fournier can shoot threes. Peyton can shoot threes. One thing this Magic team has done very, very well this offseason is create positional versatility and create versatility with lineups. Frank Vogel is not going to be short on options when it comes to lineups. Certainly not going to be short at all. And so, a lineup like that, a lineup like a death lineup like that, something off the wall is certainly something he can use. At what point... Is he going to trust to use a lineup like that, though? Well, I think he'll stay relatively traditional to begin the season. Because I think he's got to make sure the defensive principles really kick in. You can't have... The reason why the Warriors work is they buy in completely offensively. They can plug and play offensively. And they know what they're trying to do defensively, too. And that's why that lineup works. So, 
the Magic aren't quite ready for a lineup like that. They, they have the potential to do it, and I think they'll try it at some point in the season, maybe even in the preseason. There's going to be a lot of mixing and matching and figuring things out. And remember, like I've said all, all offseason, it's going to rely on defense at the end of the day. But, but the the thing about the, the this Magic team is with all that versatility, they got to find something that's effective. And Vogel has got to find a rotation that works. He's got to find a a comfort zone. And a lot of the beginning of the season, I think, is going to be about finding that comfort zone and finding that buy-in to what the team is doing. A, a funky, non-traditional lineup may not come for a while. I think we will see front courts that feature Gordon and Ibaka. I, I think that that is a lineup that they're going to want to use. But I don't think it's going to be something that happens off the bat. I think things are going to stay relatively conservative to start the season. And then as comfort gets in, as matchups dictate, they'll begin to shift and experiment around a little bit more. It's a really interesting idea. I mean, you can you can probably name a lineup, and I think the Magic will at least be willing to try it. Again, this is all with the focus of winning in mind. They're not going to be experimenting just to experiment. If Vogel wants to use a lineup like this, there's going to be a reason. It's, it's because he has faith in it that it can deliver results, that it matches up well with the opponent. If he doesn't believe Mario Azonia can guard another point guard, Mario Azonia is not going to play point guard. Um, if he believes, you know, Aaron Gordon can't play the four, or even sometimes maybe the Magic will play him at the five sometimes. I mean, that would certainly be a crazy death lineup, wouldn't it? If he doesn't believe in that, and if he doesn't believe it can deliver, the Magic won't do it. And that's a big key for this for this whole overarching discussion of lineups and, and how the Magic are going to do are going to run things. They won't do it unless it helps them win. But the Magic have options. And I, I do believe they have options. And they have interesting options. Options that might work better than traditional lineups, to be frank. Not a, that, that pun was not intended. But we'll see which way the Magic goes. Uh, Frank Vogel has said he's been thinking about lineups, about what he wants to do with this team all summer. He seems ready to go. And of course, now we're just two weeks away from beginning to get to work and figuring this whole thing out. Once again, I want to thank everyone for listening to Locked On Magic uh, today, uh, as well as the rest of the week. We'll have a lot of great content the rest of the rest of the week here on the podcast. Uh, we'll be jumping on and talking with some of the other great podcasts around the Locked On Podcast Network, or around the NBA section. Uh, tomorrow, tomorrow I'll, ha- I'll be having a discussion uh, with another po- with another podcast. Should be really, really exciting. I'll also have uh, later this week. Uh, I was on Locked On Fantasy Basketball with. Uh, uh, Locked on Fantasy Basketball, so be sure to check that out. I'll let you know when that's out and also have it up on the podcast feed as well. Should be a very, very fun week as we are getting closer and closer and closer to the NBA season. I'm excited. I hope you're excited too. 
Um, if you're really excited, you'll tell your friends to listen to Locked On Magic as well as go on to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and review. We really appreciate that, and be sure to check out all the other great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks, everyone, again for listening to today's show. I'm trying to get a little bit shorter, so hopefully hopefully uh, we can we can cut this in in shorter time uh, for you all on your commute, and I'll stop my goodbye from there. Thanks, everyone, again for listening to Locked On Magic. We'll see you tomorrow. You're Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.